Welcome back to Back Chat. I'm Krista. I'm Brian. And I'm introducing the show today. There's a first time for everything, and today seemed like a great day for that first time. Although I was like, I, in my head, I felt like there should be music. You know? Yeah. Like, I wanted to, like, well, there will be for everyone else. Yeah, exactly. In that moment. No, we don't always, we don't always get to hear the intro music. Yes, yes. But, you know, the one time that we did pump ourselves up with the intro music was the episode we didn't end up recording. Yes. And so I think we've... The stolen episode. We've associated that with, you know, bad technical things happening. Yes. So we've just stopped yes. listening to our intro music. Like the idiots that we are. We're yeah. like, it happened once, that's it. That's it, girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, boo, it is a beautiful day in the fucking neighborhood. It is hot as balls It out. is. I think it's the hottest day I've experienced in Vancouver this summer. I, th- I It was like 29 degrees. But the view right now of the mountain is fucking gorgeous yeah. from your house. I'm really enjoying it. Isn't that really nice? Yeah, it's, it's so, so clear, clear today. Yeah, it's really clear today. Yeah. But yeah, the bus was not a fun time. No. No, I no, can't no, no. imagine having to take the bus in this heat. Oh, God. It was terrible. Yeah. It was awful. Oh, man. Everyone was sitting in there like a little sweating sardine that had kind of been opened and it was sitting in the sun and everybody was just really upset. Wow. It's not a good time. You're not painting a very nice picture of this at all. No, it was terrible. Even the bus driver was like, look, bitches, get the fuck off. Because I'm tired of hearing all about, you know, all of y'all whining and whining and whining. Yeah. So what happened? So the bus actually was stopped in the heat with closed windows. And you guys were literally in a heat trap. We were. We were in a heat trap. And the bus driver actually asked all of you to get off the bus after a while. Well, because we were were stalled in traffic. There was some kind of police incident going on. And so... We were just kind of stuck there, but we were so close to the stop. It was like, you know what I mean? It's like, and it was the final stop. Oh, okay. So it's like, hurry the fuck up. Yeah, you just wanted off that bus. We just wanted off that stinky bus. Um, So he just opened his doors. He was like, get off. Man. And what, what bus number was that? The 95. The 90, I, When you texted me that, like, I'm on the 95, I'm like, I don't know what that is, nor do I care to find out. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, grumble, grumble. I could just hear your grumble, response. Grumble. Yeah. I, I knew you were grumbling as soon as I texted that. Yes, but it's okay. It's all bitter now. Hmm? Perfect. Um. So... Do you have a fake sponsor for us today, Brian? Yeah, if I could be fake sponsored by anyone today, it would be... I I was writing some notes today, Mm. earlier. Mm -hmm. Some for the show, some just for work, and Mm -hmm. some just in general, because I I like to write notes all the time. Yes, you do. I like handwritten notes. I love notes on my phone. I'm just... I'm kind of like a... Actually, yeah, you do. You love all kinds of notes. I'm like a squirrel when it comes to notes, and I just like to collect them all and do a lot of them and, you know... Just like bury them in the ground for winter. And forget about them, and then they grow beautiful note trees. Yeah. And yeah, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So um, I was writing. I noticed. So I buy a lot of notebooks all the time. In fact, I just bought one this weekend. Oh. Yeah. Well, my partner and I, we went up to Squamish for the day, which yes, is, um, yeah, a beautiful little city north of north of Vancouver. Up yes. the Sea to Sky Highway, yeah. which Sea to Sky Highway is my favorite drive on the planet. Oh, my God. It's Brian, stunning. I am so bad at that drive. Oh. Because I get so distracted like, me and Koda did this two weeks ago, and yeah. the whole time he was like, Chris, I pay attention to the road! And I was like, ah, It's hard, sorry. though, because it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Have you ever driven it at sunset? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, if you haven't, it's please gorgeous. don't, because I like you alive. Yeah. 
I like me alive too. Yeah. I just had to focus on the road and listen to Boston and like sing. By Augustana? No, like Boston, like Boston, the seventies, like rock band. Oh, okay. Cause like there's a song ballads. by a band called, yeah. Augustana I know, I know that Boston. One. <laughs> I know that one. That's a little sad. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not that kind of Boston. But any, so I even bought a notepad yeah. on this trip and it's still sitting in my Jeep because I will probably never write anything in it. I'm always like, ooh, this is a beautiful notepad. Like a fancy one. Um, it was, um, actually it was a Haida art oh, notepad. Pretty. Yeah. And it was kind of on like a, a wood grain ooh, and I cool. loved it as soon as I saw it. And I was like, I looked oh, at, I'm like, ooh, it. it's only 11 bucks. I'm going to buy this with yeah. the coffees, right? Yeah. I came out and my partner's laughing at me. He's like, you bought that? And I'm like, I can't help myself. Yeah. But I literally have a stack of unused notepads that keeps growing because my go-to would be my fake monster today is um, Hillroy coiled old school notepads a classic with the the metal coil in them and then they have the inside like they're hole punched and the kind that you try to pull paper out and when the paper doesn't rip off the metal coils all the way it drives you crazy because there's paper stuck in the cylindrical coil like a really satisfying sound to like rip out a page it is yeah and to like fill one out like i fill out dozens of these things well maybe maybe not dozens but i fill out quite a few over the course of a year and yeah they are just a go-to of mine even though i buy all these other notebooks i will always default to my hillroy notepad you know i feel like that's kind of one of those things like i get sucked into doing that too like if something's really really pretty yeah you know and it's like a really beautiful notebook but then it's like i don't know it's just not I almost feel bad writing and it's like you feel like important shit has to go into it. Totally. So you're not gonna... I know. And it's, then, it's like a weird pressure to like make it really like, oh, you it's beautiful on the outside, but look at the inside, you know, like <laughs> you, the wisdom. There is a, you, you make a weird pressure for yourself and maybe this is a, a lesson that you and I can both start practicing. Mm-hmm. You know how like some people will use their fancy china just every day mm-hmm. because uh-huh. if you can't enjoy it now, yeah. when the hell are you going to enjoy it? Yes. Maybe we need to apply the nice notebook principle to our lives I like and this start principle. writing in these nice notebooks I because like principle. you can't take them with you when you go and it's about enjoying a little thing like writing in a fancy notebook even if it's just a grocery list yeah. or half of a phone number you I know? like that I like that yeah yeah it's very true it's very true although I, I am one of those people who uses like I use the china yeah okay yeah. good okay and good the teacups so you do yeah. that now like let's do that let's yeah. incorporate the notebooks i actually like to take um like old pieces of china um and use them as jewelry like i like display my earrings or like my Ooh, bracelets or stuff like that that's a nice idea yeah it looks really pretty it's yeah really cute yeah. arts and crafts with krista yeah Exactly, except there's no crafting involved. Yeah, and not really a lot of art there, but um, no, it just but felt it like it nice. would go into that segment. Yeah, that would be a great segment. <laughs> it would be. I don't know about for like an auditory podcast, you know, but... <laughs> Maybe we can crack open a new notebook and take some notes about it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, if I was going to have a fake sponsor today, um, it would just be being unplugged. Unplugged? Being unplugged. Like an MTV series? Exactly. Okay. Um, no, I, so I forgot my laptop here yeah. the other day. Okay. And so it's still here now. It here is I still am, here. That's why I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, is it still considered forgotten until you come back to get it? I think so. Right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you remember 20 minutes after you leave. <laughs> exactly. Um, and are too lazy to come back. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I didn't have my laptop. 
for whatever how many days only a couple i think it was only like really long time i can imagine because when you wrote me i was like what is she going to do without her laptop well because we like we use it for um like watching tv like netflix crave tv and like i love watching youtube videos yeah so if there's none like and then it but it really made me realize how much i'm on my computer which it, for all of us is too much a lot of the time. Yeah, well, and I'm like, if you're on your computer all day at work and blah, 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 then, you know, you you have all this screen time. And also, like, you can just sit there on your phone for forever. And you get absolutely nothing done, do nothing yeah. productive, yeah. and yet you've wasted all of this time. Yeah, and so I was so surprised because I thought I was going to be like sitting there like oh my god I just want to be watching our show and like yeah you know and instead I actually had read some books wow you read read books yeah old school like picked up a book yes and I like rearranged my home it looks so cute right now oh good I can't wait for you to see it yeah I'm excited we'll record an episode there soon yeah next week and then um yeah like it was just really it was really nice and then me and Koda actually last night because we usually watch our show like at night, whatever. And yeah. we played a little game of um, I Spy with my little eye. That's so cute. But like on the city. So it's like we were like yeah. looking out. We have this huge like bay window. And a gorgeous view out of it of the skyline. Gorgeous view. And we played I Spy, but like onto the city. So. Oh, that's so fun. And it was fun. so cute. And we that were like is. laying in bed like playing I Spy. That's really adorable. Cute. That's yeah. actually adorable. And I was like, oh, we never would have done this if it wasn't if we had a computer. You yeah, know? exactly. So we being unplugged made you reconnect a little bit yeah so that was my sponsor and then even even when i was walking to work and stuff like i wasn't listening to music like i always listen to a podcast or i listen to some music yeah and i just was like you know enjoying the just the sounds of the city oh wow so you continued the unplugged vibe it kind of inspired a whole unplugged couple of days for you yeah it was really nice yeah that's really cool i feel really calm after you told me that story too i'm just imagining like you know get just getting back to the basics and how you guys did that and really enjoyed it and it's a nice reminder i want to try that i felt it made me want to put kind of a rule and actually because like coda would be on his phone and it would irritate me. Right. Like, I would want him to put it away. Right. You know what I mean? And, and we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been the person. Yeah, totally. And yeah. he's like, you know, leave me alone. And I'm like, never. You know, <laughs> get off your damn phone, Shawnee. You know. <laughs> exactly. Just going on. Um, which I'm sure was very annoying. But he did play the I Spy with me. So that was good. You Perfect. Know? Yeah. And, that, and look at all you got done. I like that you rearranged everything as well. Oh, It's I important to I do really that too. I really went for it. Yeah, it was great. It yeah, kind of like frees up and, you know, just changes the energy in your place. You're, the totally. vibe is probably completely oh different in there now. I had such a good sleep. Good. Such a good sleep. It was like the whole, like, you know vibe of the room now as far as having a good sleep goes too Mm. so does your bed right now face east west or north south oh my god um okay the way you repositioned it it actually you have now faced it i think you would have faced it north south if you did because you moved your bed to the other face the other way right i think though that north is like so i think we look east out of our window okay so it's facing it's facing west oh it would and it was facing north south i feel like right now and before it was facing north because i feel like if you looked out your window and you could see behind the skyline it would be cole harbor wouldn't it 
I don't even know anymore. I think so. I think your bed faces north-south now, which is interesting because I was told once, and I don't know how valid this is, but I've noticed it personally makes a difference for me. If my bed faces north-south, I have a way better sleep at nighttime than I do if my bed faces east-west. And apparently it has something to do with the Earth's magnetic fields and you're more in alignment with them if you're sleeping north-south. Oh, that's so And I actually notice this at hotels, like um, even my place here. Yeah. I do notice that I sleep better. And I'm not sure if it's like some oh. just weird mental thing because I heard that so long ago. Yeah. But if I sleep north-south and my bed faces north-south, I have a much better sleep. See, for me, it's just about like where the bed is pla- like placed. So like before... We had the we had the bed. It's like it pulls out of the wall, and so there was all this space behind you when when you're sleeping, right? And that kind of just threw me off because like I actually have a history of like having sleep paralysis and like kind of like nightmares and like night terrors and things like that when okay. I was a kid. Yikes! So I kind of got like you know since I was a kid, I've always liked to have my bed like up in a corner or like something where I felt like kind of hidden. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, just a safe little nest almost when you go to sleep yeah Yeah. um so now it's like now it's up against the window so that it's not okay it's not um like there's a back to it if that makes sense yeah yeah it totally does yeah there's nothing like empty behind you yeah because sometimes like even wally you know my cat Mm -hmm. would just like jump over the top of the headboard and like land on my head and just like dig his claws into my skull oh man that's not pleasant for anybody no it wasn't at all ever but you know you, you don't have a cat but no. Cat owners will know that there is a strange witching hour for kitties uh, in the middle of the night. It's bizarre. And they and just they, go fucking insane. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bounce some primal walls. instinct just like goes through them and they just go nuts. Do you think yeah. it's because like they're traditionally nocturnal? I think so. And so that's just like that old animal instinct kicking in. Yeah. Maybe. They and get a surge usually... of energy for survival because that's when they'd hunt. So they need the energy and that's just hasn't gone away yeah and it's usually like around 3 a.m for wally which really freaks me out yeah because that's like witching hour dead hour yeah i think that's what they call dead hour right okay yeah i think think it's like the most paranormal activity happens between 3 a.m and 4 a.m yeah that's what they say and which is creepy because if i ever wake up in the middle of the night it's generally i can almost guarantee it's either 3 or 3 30 oh i know it's so freaky and i i hate when you wake up at 3 a.m and then you and you have to pee because you have to get up and it's scary yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just not a good time. Yeah, I've, I've been there too. Yeah. Even today. So like I haven't had a paranormal experience in a really long time. Right. But this really gave me the heebie-jeebies today. So it's funny that we're talking about this. Okay. But I, so at my work, my, my, the building that I work in is like over a hundred years old. It it's, has a really kind of even like violent history. Um, okay. Just because it's down in what, in the downtown east side called Railtown. Right. Um, and lots it, of history down there. Lots of history down there, um, obviously. And so I don't know like all of the exact history of the building, but I know that it's, you know, just it, the area itself just has like, a lot of bad juju, I guess you could say. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> for yes. whatever the word is hey, for I, that. That works. That um, works. And... So anyways, I, I got into the elevator to go up to the fourth floor mm-hmm. and it's like one of those really old elevators where if you like to stop it, there's like kind of a little piece that sticks out um, of the like the door when it's closing. So if you bump it, it pushes back in like the little piece. Oh, pushes and back it's in a plastic piece. 
Yeah, like kind it's of. just yeah. like it's and just it like the piece to like see if something's there and, and then it, it floats will stop. in the middle. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So I like gone to the elevator. I thought I was the only one there, mm-hmm. and then I just saw the plastic piece bump back in, and the elevator door opened again. And so I was Whoa. like, "Oh, sorry," and I like apologized because I thought like I had been rude by not sit- holding the door. Right. There was nobody there. <laughs> There was nobody there. Whoa. And you actually saw the piece go in. Yeah. And then I just got like chills, like, like right to my stomach. Like, dude, isn't that kind of freaky? That is kind of freaky. I've kind of got goosebumps just hearing that now. Yeah. Because I can see the kind of elevator you're talking about and like that plastic piece that floats in the middle of the two metal door parts. Right. And I can just see it like, and it only bounces in if it hits something because I've stuck my hand out to push them back yeah, before so yeah. i can just see it happening but like yeah but with no one there and whoa. that's the thing it's not like the elevator door just like opened again you yeah. know because like that happens every now and again oh for sure but it was like the actual plastic piece so i thought someone had like reached their hand in yeah. so i was like expecting to see someone there i'm you know i'm apologizing it was so freaky yeah yeah that's crazy yeah whoa i know right mm-hmm. pretty freaky yeah freaky is- deaky stop <laughs> Um, have you ever had a paranormal experience? Uh, a few of them, yeah. yeah. And it, they're just like, I, my um, my grandmother tells a lot of stories when she grew up like in, in Northern Alberta in like the wilderness, right? right? And so she's got some pretty crazy stories that have right. happened to them as kids. Which which grandma? Um, the, your, My grandma on my mom's side. On your mom's side? Yeah, we talked about her on a few episodes ago yes, or like yes. in the podcast before. Yes. But yeah, so she's, um, you know, she's got indigenous heritage and she has just a lot of paranormal stories that are just... Some of them are actually quite terrifying. Right. And yeah, so I think maybe growing up hearing them, you're maybe more susceptible to maybe just thinking you've had that experience before. Yes, but yeah. yeah, I've had a few actually like on um, on trains in Europe. My brother and I oh. both had the same one when we were no traveling. Way. Yeah, we were traveling on a night train from Prague oh. to, or actually, no, sorry. We were going from Poland to Germany oh. on this night train, which apparently also was a very dangerous thing to do, but we didn't know at the time. Right. And we were in this car. And it had these really old school, it was an old train. And it had these like really old school headrests that you could put up and down behind you, but they were very noisy. And we were the only two in like this little room in this night train, but it wasn't like a sleeping car. It was a really strange little car. Right. And so my brother and I were sitting beside each other and there were just two empty chairs across from us. And so we were looking at the empty chairs, just like hanging out and suddenly like, and it was pitch black outside and kind of outside in the hallway of the car too. And these two chair like headrests suddenly both went up at the same time, extremely fast and extremely loud. And the car got ice cold oh, instantly. Oh my God. And we both looked at each other like absolutely terrified because it was just so startling. And we got up and got the hell out of that car oh real my fast. God. That is so scary. <laughs> yeah, it was. And it was such a like, they just went up like, I don't want to say like use violently, but it was like a very violent, like they were both like, whoosh, just went up and it was so loud and just how cold it got so quickly. Oh my God. That's yeah. so scary. So we, we booked it out of there pretty quick and oh found God. a different car and then had a hard time falling asleep after. Yeah. No kidding. Holy but, crap. Yeah. That was the first thing that came to mind anyways when. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I, that's actually funny because I, when I was a kid, so I grew up in Comox. Okay. Which, um obviously is Comox First Nation territory. Right. And And now I'm just going to clarify because on our last episode, you also talked about like growing up in the Delta kind of area too. Oh, yes. So you spent some time there and in Comox. Yes. 
So okay. when I was a younger kid, I was in Comox. Okay, yeah. And then when I was like older and like in high school, I was in Sawasam. Okay, yeah. okay. At, which is Sawasam First Nation. I'm just territory. piecing you together. You're just all those places. Such a complicated little jigsaw. Yeah. <laughs> just moving all over. Well, we were military, so we moved a lot. Okay, military brats. Yes. Real. But we weren't really brats. Well, we are now, so whatever. Yeah, there you go. Um, so in my room my room was the only room that was downstairs okay and i had like two windows um in my room and like every night i would have i was having a lot of really scary experiences i was only i think 11 maybe even 9 or 10 at okay. the time and um i would every night i would go to sleep and then i would like wake up and it would be really cold. Yikes. And then I could just like feel this rumbling. And then a train would go by my window with people <laughs> staring out the windows at me, like crying, upset, like really, really terrifying. Whoa, Krista. Yeah. And I would just <laughs> um, be frozen. And it, no, this would happen multiple times. Like not every single night, did but you it happened live often. Beside a train track? No. So we di- I didn't <laughs> so live. So this wasn't actually like a train coming by you. No, like no, this no. was not like CN. This was like a cul-de-sac, like a little neighborhood <laughs> cul-de-sac. <laughs> I'm thinking you guys live by your rail yard. So there wasn't even like there, a train physically could not have went by your home. Oh God, no. Like there's no way. And this would also happen like right outside of my window where like our porch was. Whoa. That's where I would see it. And yeah. I would see like the faces of the people like really, really clearly. Um, but I had a lot of experiences like that and like actually had a lot of people approach me as a child, like adults approach me who were like clairvoyant Yeah, and they would like say this to my mother, wow. like that, that, you know, cause my mother also kind of has some like just the same kind of thing that right. I, that I had, um, which I don't really have anymore, but I feel like that's because I've really pushed kind of repressed it. If that makes sense. Maybe repressed it, but it's maybe also kind of nice too. Oh you yeah. Know? I Considering, think I would be. Like, I'm I way too much of a jumpy if you person. Could, if you could see us right now, we're both kind of clammy and like a yeah. little bit uncomfortable, even though yeah. it's so hot in here without the air conditioning on. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I can't remember, like, I feel like I looked up some history on it, but I don't want to say because I can't remember if if it was correct or not mm-hmm. but that there was um basically some like a, a, a railroad that was ba- like buried underneath right. like that had been long gone and like built over okay because there was also something about um like a sacred burial ground being um built over in, in Comox as well okay and so a lot of people would have experiences from that as like in their homes but because it was built over top of a sacred burial ground. Right. Which makes sense, right? That, yeah, makes complete but sense. Yeah, so I can't remember, like, I think I've looked this up, but maybe I've blacked it out. But anyway, so I, I won't say any more, but... Um, yeah. But yeah, it was pretty freaky. That is that is actually quite freaky. That's yes. interesting. And I'm just like, of course, my mind automatically goes towards, like, what those people's faces look like. And I've seen way too many horror oh, movies. God. And, like, I'm just terrified thinking about you like, seeing... sad. The passengers like, really of that train. Sad. Well, even that in it in and of itself is quite chilling too. Yeah, like it had just really like sad vibes, like not even evil vibes, nothing no. like that, just really something really, really sad. Right. So I don't know if yeah. anyone knows any information about that. All aboard the Comox. sad train, yeah, right? Comox on Vancouver Island. <laughs> Interesting, right? Right. Pretty scary. A little bit, yeah. It's a heavy episode here we've got uh, going. <laughs> we got a little heavy because I was thinking like, <laughs> you mentioned train and like the only train that I want to jump on is like the booze train to Bailey's Town. The booze train or the, or the that old horoscope train 
train, which or, we've hopped on a few times. <laughs> is it time to hop on that old horoscope train right now? I think we could hop on that old horoscope. Perfect. Well, Should we choo-choo it? I think we need to make our way into It's in the Stars Town. I so, yeah. I was going to tell another oh story God. about Bailey's, but we're just going right into the horoscopes. I mean, and you could tell away if you'd like. I just maybe need to talk about it super fast because it made me do it, it made me laugh. Wanna, do you want to um, bring us up a little bit? Like a little bit, make us a little I lighter? I think so. I think we need to have a little bit of like levity come into right this. Now. And well, I don't have any anymore. This is oh, the unfortunate part. So I okay. don't mean to mislead you thinking I have Bailey's. Because okay, I got kind of excited. I'm I could see it in your eyes. And I'm <laughs> like, like, oh, oh man, well, now, now I really have I to tell like, a story. I, I need a Bailey's fast. after this train story so this is more of a public service announcement because oh. i was not aware of this and oh, i know we've got a PSA. i know a few random things and i had no idea and i feel really stupid about this now okay so we got to share it yeah so um my partner discovered first of all i did not ever think about i've, I've put baileys in hot coffee before yes. and i've had baileys in like a like a paralyzer and stuff like that but i've never thought about putting baileys into iced coffee Oh, so good though. And it's genius. Oh, it's so good. And I have never heard of it. My partner found this recipe. Turns your winter drink into a summer drink. Yeah. And he like went and got this iced coffee and like a really nice brand of it. And then he went and bought this $40 bottle of Bailey's because Bailey's is not cheap. No, it's not. And we had people over for some like um, some tacos and stuff. And so he made the after dinner drink, which is Bailey's and iced coffee. Cute. But he bought the big bottle because there were a few people. Well, there was quite a bit left over. So he put the open bottle in my fridge because we had it here. So then we have this open bottle. I'm thinking in my head like it's an open bottle of a dairy product. Right. Okay. So we go to Japan. This like we went, we had this little get together just before we went to Japan. So we go to Japan and do our thing. We come back and I'm in cleaning mode, right? Because I haven't cleaned my place in a couple weeks and stuff. You gotta do the whole thing. Looked in the fridge, was just like, there was, it was pretty empty anyways, because I was really good about that. And right. then I saw the bottle of Bailey's and I'm like, yeah. well, that's been open for almost three weeks now. Like, like that's it's, moldy and disgusting. It's gone. It's yeah. an open dairy product. I mean, we, we are extra cautious people when it comes to dairy, as we know from yeah. previous episodes, but. And you have to be, right? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm so glad you're seeing this from my point of view. I'm thinking dairy. <laughs> we've had how many conversations about dairy. You're traumatized about the dark The dark side of cheese, yeah. all of that. And so I'm like, this Bailey's has just got to go yeah <laughs> so i throw it away you're just like Bye. not even thinking about it and then um he was driving he had to drive like about an hour the other day to to come and see me at my place here and he was thinking about having an iced coffee and baileys the whole time nice and um i had some friends over and we were just working on some stuff and we'd had dinner and so he gets here totally like tired from the drive he's a little bit hot because it's hot outside yeah. and just open <laughs> comes to my fridge and opens the door and turns around and looks at me. He's like, where's my Bailey's? <laughs> he like immediately knows that it's you. Oh, yeah. Just turns around and looks at me. And I was like, I threw it away. And he's oh my like, gosh. that was $40. And I was like, I can't believe you threw my Bailey's away. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, it's an open dairy product. Yeah. I just You're didn't like, think. boo, boo, boo. No, no, no. I did you a favor, hun. Like, yeah. I, I, that's a, how I'm responding to it. Like, you're welcome. I just saved you from something bad happening yeah. to you from eat, drinking expired Bailey's. Yeah. Well, no, everybody in the room confirmed that, like, because he was like, it's alcohol. It like, doesn't go bad. And I'm like, but it's dairy. It's not dairy. It's alcohol. It has a two-year shelf and life. So everybody confirmed to me that even if it's opened Bailey's yeah. doesn't go bad 
I did not know that it didn't go bad. Yeah, apparently. I did not know that. Because I've seen it on people's shelves. Like, they they don't even keep it in the fridge. But I think it's supposed to be kept in the fridge. Um, But uh, yeah, the alcoholic preserves it. I I mean, I guess guess after a couple years, maybe. But three weeks is not a long enough time to throw out open refrigerated Baileys. I probably would have like looked, you know, on it a little better for an expiry there. wasn't though I looked. Like I looked around on the bottle. And it didn't say like keep open for this many diets. No, actually there's no information like that at all. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. So anyways, PSA <laughs> stories told if you have Bailey's and it's opened, it can stay in your fridge for a long time. Did you know that Bailey's also has almond milk Bailey's? No. Yes. They have I almond milk Bailey's. And that is actually going to be for the uh, pride brunch that you'll be missing out on. Unfortunately. Okay. Um, we are going to be having almond almond milk bellies oh, like to, iced coffees way to rub it in that's way how you to start rub off a day in. that's how you start off a goddamn yeah. prod day breakfast of champions oh yes oh yes man speaking of breakfast of champions yes um maybe we should hop on that cereal choo-choo train spoon am i hitting it you are am I hitting you it are hitting it? it you are getting close <laughs> And maybe it's time for a little. It's, it's in, in the, the stars. Choo-choo. I don't know. What. There we go. That was oh, so much woo-woo. more levity yeah, to approach that, that segment with now. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, you're welcome. A little brighter. And you're welcome. Well, and you know what? Actually, that was perfect because today we're going to read. Um, we're, we're hopping right into Leo season. And we are. if we know one thing about Leos, it's that they love to have fun. They are the the fun energy of the Zodiac. They're actually the child um, of figure of the Zodiac. Really? Yes, they I did are. not know that because yes. I always think of them as the lion. Well, they are the lion. Okay. The lion is like their symbol. Right. But they are also like the children of the Zodiac. So like they are the most lighthearted, the most fun, also very loyal. Right. Um, and... We and they always have good hair. I don't think I've ever met a Leo that didn't have good hair. Me neither. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, very true. They always have really good hair. Um, and so last week, I think it was last week. It was last week. Uh, we said that the first person to chat back, Mm -hmm. we would read a special horoscope. So not only is this you know in the stars dedicated to leos yes but it is also dedicated to miss elizabeth okay who wrote in first she gets the she gets the cake and you were living up you're making good on your promise you promised the first person to chat back to back chat gets an in the stars dedicated to them so what does elizabeth get today it's a double trouble um well today we're gonna read elizabeth's um july horoscope from our lovely friends at autostraddle aka karina who who writes all of the horoscopes there she's so great karina dross is a she's a great writer I and love just her. her messages are good in her horoscopes but i am just blown away mm. by the fact that you're about to read the leo horoscope for leo season and our first back chat chat backer yeah. is a leo i know that wrote in i know like how crazy is that 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 all lined up i know i was like oh it's perfect it's definitely in the stars this week it was in the stars it was written in the stars baby. it really was um because today is so leo's season actually started yesterday we're recording this on the 24th perfect so there we go yeah um okay guys so elizabeth get ready because we're about to give you a in the stars you'll never forget you're gonna tickle your it's in the stars fancy yes Okay, Leo, this month is all about getting unstuck. Have you been lost in fantasies lately? Have you been caught up looking for validation from people who, one, don't really matter to you, and two, can't ever give you what you need? 
This last part is crucial. What you need matters. Who you get it from matters. What? Don't settle for, this is probably the most I can ask from the world. Definitely don't settle for, everyone else wants this, so I should too. Never settle for that. Nope, never. Risk having less right now instead of settling for anything that's wasting your time. Especially on the 12th, let the Cancer Eclipse help you reconnect with what you consider awe-inspiring, sacred, and amazing. Ooh. So this is our, that date has already passed, so hopefully hopefully that worked out well for you. Yeah, and you can reflect Elizabeth. back and yeah, hopefully it fluffed your astrological Garfield. Oh, yes. And meanwhile, the Aquarius eclipse on the 27th is a beautiful time to drop your mask and get more clear on what you're ready to show up for. I totally thought you were going to see drop your pants. Drop your pants, honey. But I remember it's Karina's work. She would never be so crass. Yes, true. <laughs> um, and can I just say, actually, so the Aquarius eclipse on the 27th, so actually, oh, this episode is going to air after the 27th is already done. Oh, but there man. is a lunar eclipse. It's like a once in a lifetime opportunity to see this lunar eclipse. Really? Um, on the 27th. You'll be able to see it for um, a, like over an hour. It'll, wow. it'll be like an hour and a half, I think. Oh, that's kind of cool. And um, it will be the smallest the moon will appear and it will also appear red. Ooh. So it will be sm- like small and red. Okay. And it's like something that only happens maybe once in a century. It's too bad that everybody listening to this now just missed a once in a century lifetime. I know. I'm so sorry. Once in a century lifetime. Once in a century opportunity. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Once in a lifetime. For Um, real. So I hope that, you know, everybody found out about that some other way. <laughs> and that you are just, you know, fondly <laughs> reminiscing about your eclipse memories Otherwise, as you listen to this. you know, go ahead and look up some photos. I'm sure there will be lots of really oh. lovely photos. Nobody ever takes a lovely photo of the moon with their iPhones. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm not sure. With their, not with their I'm iPhones. I'm sure there's lots of shitty photos out there for you to see. But and also <laughs> some, you know, some professional photographers who have your back. <laughs> okay. Okay, Bri. <laughs> Let's not like just, you know, take a big dump on our listeners here like, Poor things. I'm giving them, you know, backhand information. Backhanded. Backhanded from backhanded. back chat. Um, one last little thing for Elizabeth here. Here's, you know, Karina always does these nurture and release things. Yes. So for Leos um, this season, nurture your connection to what you consider most special, shiny, and inspiring, and who you get to be when no one's looking. Oh, that's good. That is a good one. That is good. And then release, looking for others to validate what you know is true for yourself. What you know already, girl. Needing permission to love what you love and trying to impress the wrong people. Ooh, Forget yeah. about that. Forget about the wrong people. We don't need that in our no, lives. No, trying to impress them is a waste of time and energy. Yes, it sure is. But what wasn't a waste of energy was um, Elizabeth taking the time to write into us, which is yes. amazing. And we want to thank everyone else who wrote in as well. Um, Elizabeth was the first. Yes. Um, and then there were some others that came in very closely after. Yes, we had a we... Cancer in there. And a Sagittarius. We had a Sagittarius. Yeah, which is great. That Actually, that wasn't the first one because we just read a Sagittarius. Yes. So how awkward would that be? Yes. And actually, Michaela, my little sister, was very happy that we read her horoscope. She actually told me, because remember I told you that that was a dream I had had where she had told me yeah. that Libras were getting boring. Mm-hmm. She actually felt that way. So oh. she actually told me that through the stores. She to, Through the stores. <laughs> through the stores. She actually wanted her Sagittarius. Sagittarius horoscope read. Oh, well, there we go. And we did it. Yes. And so um, if you want to chat back to back chat like um, Elizabeth has done, you can reach us at back 
chatpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and feel free to send us a question. Send us, you know, if you have a paranormal experience, like, let's hear about it. I want to I wanna hear some stuff. Yeah, we do. Want to hear some stories or if you have anything you need advice on or just any general feedback, let we, us know. We want to hear it. We're here for you. Yes. Well, I think that's a wrap. I think so. I think that's a wrap. Yay. So you can find me on Instagram at Carminal, K-A-R-M-I-N-A-L. And you can find me at Bryhelix, B-R-Y-H-E-L-I-X. Yay. So in the meantime, that's it for this episode of Back Chat. I'm Brian. I'm Chris. And together we're Back Chat. Ooh, that was in harmony, girl. Never gets old.